Sweet stuff happening. Yes, sir. So we are working on the future here on uh, Long Box Heroes After Dark 261. 261? Mm-hmm. Living large. My brain's getting old, Joe, but we're moving forward, like you said. Right. We have plans already out to uh, 2021, in addition to uh, discussion here for this week's Al's Gals as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we, we talk all the time here on the show uh, about the Patreon. And today is like, you like the Patreon people are going to be listening to this um, ahead of time. The $5 folks, of course. But we are looking to change Patreon going forward. Like, I've been bombarded with Patreon. Like, oh, page, today's Patreon day. Do a bunch of special stuff for your Patreon people. Mm-hmm. And I think this episode, because of that... Um, is going to be uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna send it out early for the dollar people as well today. Oh, look at you being generous. yeah, just as the thank you for being Patreon Day and all that sort of shit, you know. Fair enough. Right. So the other thing, uh, of course, before we get to Al's gals, I actually have something to to discuss with. I, I have questions for Todd about something. Oh, is it football related? It is. Holy crap! Do you want me to send you the link? <laughs> The no, link go ahead. to what? The question of what I was arguing with people online about uh, Twitter the other day. Okay. you don't. Uh, uh, I don't know if you need to send me any links right now. Okay. Okay. Right. But, but uh, before we get to that, because um, I'm strangely fascinated by it, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so the plan going forward is, of course, Al's Gals next year is not going to be Al's Gals. It's going to be something else, okay? Right. And I figure we could talk about it here as both uh, the folks who are going to be getting this early as part of like, oh, you know, do something nice for your Patreon people, whatever, whatever, whatever. But also for where the fuck is the end? The pigskin pickums because I got to do those here. <laughs> I don't know. That's up. That's on your computer. I don't oh, have there that they here. Are. There they are. I was looking for and I was looking for XFL. I'm sorry. <laughs> as you always do. Um. So, OK. Um. So we have a couple ideas in the hopper of what next year's Al's Gal is, is going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, one is the holdover from last year, which was the um, Linda Blair thing. Right. Now, sadly, we haven't gotten an opportunity or seen Linda Blair in the neighborhood or the area or whatever it is to be able to go and, like, record something with her, which was what our plan was going to be. Like, if she was at, like, a chiller con or some sort of convention in the tri-state area, like, within a three-hour drive. Right. We were going to go donate whatever monies it was to whatever charity she's doing. Like, give her, like, 105 bucks or something. <laughs> something. Right. right. Some arbitrary number. Mm-hmm. It was 205 rounded up. It was, like, 204.92, but who's counting? Oh, that's right. I'm My mistake. Anyway, so uh, it was it was going to be no decision. Like that's what it was going to be. We were going to see if she could just record a bumper or like to see what the extent of her things are. Okay, right. If we could get her to do an intro for each each movie, then yes. If we could just get her to do something, that would have been great too. That's the other thing I need to check while we're talking. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Is because this may change. Okay. If she's on cameo. Oh, yes. Because we're not doing it yet, but we're putting up on the website uh, as well, like, two $40 goals 
which are going to be uh, either having the Rob, uh, the great Rob Liefeld, or Raven, world, uh, a.k.a. Sad Scotty Flamingo, <laughs> record an opening for the podcast. And, you know, if you're the one who paid for it, then you're the one who gets to, like, get your name mentioned in there if that's what you want, if you want those people saying your name, you know? Right. How the hell do you search on Cameo's goddamn website? Oh, there it is. On the, make in the real, search make it real easy to find, you know? Whoa. Come on, don't you just love convoluted websites? I only have room in my life for one convoluted website. Two I won't sit still for. <laughs> That's right. Uh, hang on, let me do this. Since she's not on Cameo... You sending forth emails to Linda Blair? You should check out doing messages on Cameo. Loved you and repossessed. Your fans would love to ask you video questions about repossessed. <laughs> so we'll see what that hashes out. We have a we have a bad track record of hearing back from uh, celebrities when we tweet at them during the show. It's because you because ty- you type so slow, it it doesn't come through fast. They don't like reading it slow. Mm. I think that's what the problem is. Gotcha. So, uh, there's the Linda Blair, there's Rodney Dangerfield, Mm -hmm. uh, was the allure of Rodney Dangerfield movies. And then there was discussion of Mel, uh, Mel Brooks movies, right? Right. Now I had also toyed around with the idea at the comic book shop of maybe doing black exploitation films, uh, as watching Dolomite is my name kind of sparked an interest in that in me. Sure. Uh, and whether it be, you know, and, and like we would we would choose like we'd try to do our best to get like a good cross section of them mm-hmm. and kind of discuss them on here. And then maybe we would kind of leave it up to if we would do it like the old way or maybe work something out where we would do like a watch along sort of thing. Right. Right. So what's going to happen is it's going to be up on the Patreon. It's going to be some polls about this uh, after uh, after Thanksgiving. We're going to put some polls up. Ask the Patreons what they think we should do for the coming year. And then once that's decided, um, you know, decide if we're going to do it like how we do the Al's Gals now, where we watch them and we all come and talk about them a week later. Or if Todd and I are going to record a watch along like we did with the Fantastic Four movie all those years ago. Mm -hmm. Todd and I are going to watch the movie, record our thoughts, and then you would download that track and watch it along with the movie yourself. Interesting. Yeah. Lots of good ideas. Right. And it's, we're going to kind of leave it up to you, the Patreons. And like, we're like opening up the curtains, revealing what the plans are for 2021. And then the other thing, we're also going to have another uh, Patreon exclusive show. Or, and I say another, we're going to have a Patreon exclusive show. Um, that's going to be starting in 2020 as well. It's not like After Dark is going away. If you don't pay for this, 
that's cool. We still appreciate you listening, sharing, talking with people about it. You're still going to get 52 episodes of Longbox Heroes a year. You're still going to get 52 episodes of After Dark a year. But whatever the new Al's Gals thing is going to be is going to be on the Patreon. And then whatever the new bonus show is going to be is also going to be on the Patreon. Right. And you're going to get either show, um, whether you pay a buck or five bucks or whatever it is. Um, but I think like the, like, I think we, Todd and I had talked like the $5 folks, like they get after dark early, the $5 folks are going to get the bonus shows early. Mm-hmm. So now, you know what the year is coming uh, for us. And now that I've made it public and set it into a microphone and recorded it, we have to do it. Not the, not the fact that we weren't going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that this is now legally binding, I think. Yes. Yes. This is like spitting in your hand and handshake, and then you can't go back. Correct. So with that out of the way, Todd, I have to ask you. Right. Why did one football man take another football man's helmet off and then try to club that football man with his own helmet? Okay, so basically it was during the Cleveland Brown-Pittsburgh Steeler game. Right, where... that I had to record early and cut short uh, <laughs> add-ons with wrestling last week. I, I guess. I I have no idea how that turned out, but I can imagine you would because it was a Thursday night game and you record on Thursdays, pulling the curtain back even further. Um, so it was the end of the game and, you know, there's just – you know, tension, it's, it's uh, you know, the rivalry, Cleveland and, and Pittsburgh. Then at one point, a defensive guy tackles the backup quarterback to uh, Pittsburgh because the regular guy's hurt. Take that right out of the equation. And he rolls him up, and there's some extracurricular. And whether or not the, the, the backup quarterback started something, started pulling off his helmet, the Cleveland Brown defensive guy ripped off like uh the quarterback's helmet and was like screaming at him so the quarterback got up and like went after him while he had the helmet which was a mistake i'm not going to say it wasn't a mistake um and then some other players get involved and then he goes he lunges at the the defensive guy the quarterback and this guy just swings the helmet and he brings it down like you know like a hammer blow and he glances it off the top of the guy's head now granted he didn't he didn't hit him square, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it went off and everybody was like, oh my God, like, like you can't, you can't do that. And that was it. That was like the, the, the refs are in there and everybody's pulling everybody off everybody. And in the end, I basically just said on Twitter that, you know, this guy has to be ejected for the rest of the year. You can't swing, you can't swing. Hey, I don't know how much the helmets weigh. Let's just say they weigh eight pounds, whatever. You can't swing a, like a solid eight pound piece of, you know, plastic at somebody's head and then just think, oh, I'm going to play next week and the week after and the week after. And I, I am open to all the other people who jumped in and did stuff. Everybody needs to get suspensions or fines. But that was the one guy who was like, you know, you're sitting for the rest of the year. And they ended up like, you know, a day later or whatever, the, the head of the Goodell, the, the, the NFL just said, you're sitting, you're sitting for the rest of the year. If you get into the playoffs, which is highly unlikely because you're Cleveland. And then we'll see what's going to happen next year. You might have like two games or three games next year, but rest of the year, 
basically they said you're 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 grounded indefinitely and i'm fine with that any any other questions about that okay so it was tough to figure out what was going on with this only because i have a lot of friends that are cleveland brown fans Mm -hmm. and i have a lot of friends that are pittsburgh steeler fans and obviously uh you know both sides were kind of saying their own sides of the arguments right Mm -hmm. and it was tough to get a i guess a realistic look at what the real issue with this was and then i saw people even going as far as to say that the one guy uh and again not to get political on the show or anything like that but that the one guy who got hit in the head with the helmet the helmet is an ardent Trump supporter, so he deserved it. Honest to God, Joe, that I don't know. I didn't okay. get that deep and into I, it. I tried to do some digging on that at the very least, and I was I was unable to get any sort of clear-cut answers. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm coming to you on this. That I honestly don't know because I don't know anything about a backup quarterback if the, uh, for a team that I don't like. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just know of, and I can't even think of his name right now, I just know he was in there and stuff went down. And like I said, all joking aside, I was going to send you the 30-second clip just so you could watch it and see, you know. Oh, no, I saw the clip many a times, Todd. I, I As much as I try to escape football, this found mm-hmm. me. So what did you think? Okay. Um. So... It, and again, it was unclear from the vantage point, but it looked as though, and again, I, I apologize. It was the Steelers quarterback. quarterback who got hit with his own helmet, helmet. right? Yes. yes. So it looked as though, or at least it was being alleged, that the Steelers quarterback guy started it by either kicking or attempting to kick the other guy in the balls. Okay. Now, I, I assume, and again, I haven't played organized sports in the better part of 30-some-odd years, but I would assume that they wear some sort of protective covering around their dicks area. Right, a cup, and it ain't no Dixie cup. Right. So, I don't know if that's like some sort of shot at the size of these guys' penises or something. I'm, I'm not clear. No. Uh, be that as it may, uh, and then from there, um, I'm not sure how you get into such a scrum were these football helmets that are on so uh, tightly with the chin straps comes off and then how things deteriorate to a point where the helmet comes off and it gets clubbed at the other man's head. It seemed, I know you said it's a 30 second clip, but it seemed as though a lot happened in that 30 seconds. It did. Now on the helmet, the helmet can come off. Like if you grab the face mask and you pull like you're like you're rotating it back to his head, you could, it'll slide the chin strap off the chin. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like if you grab the face mask and pull up the chin straps under the chin, but I mean, it's not like it's on ratcheted tight where like, you know, nothing, if you're sweaty or whatever, it could slide. And that's what happened. And once the chin strap is off your chin, the helmet will just pop right off. I've seen people, I've seen people get hit. And because of the way they got hit, like somebody pushed on the, on the face mask, the helmet will come off. I mean, they're not perfect. I've seen motorcycle helmets come off when, you know, when you tug on them and stuff like that. It's just, it's just the right angle. Go ahead. Right. So 
do either of these characters have histories of this? Um, I don't know on the defensive guy for Cleveland. I don't know if he's a dirty player and he has problems, but he had a couple of run-ins earlier in the year with like bad hits, which I'd all have to see because a lot of times, you know, when you're when two men are barreling down on each other and, and you hit, they say, if you lead with the helmet, that's an illegal hit. But, you know, like sometimes the guy that you're going to hit lowers his helmet. So now you hit helmet to helmet. It's not my fault. That I did it, so I can't really say. But he had a few mishaps early in the season. But he's not like some of those. Like there's a, like a Dominican Sue who will cleat you when he's walking over you. Like he's a he's a dirty player. I never really heard anything about this this guy. I think it just comes down to like whenever you're watching like Cleveland Cincinnati, you're watching the Raiders and their 31. You know arch enemies. Um, I'm trying to think like Cowboys Eagles, like there's these rivalry games where you watch them and you're like, something goes wrong. Chippiness, like it, 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 it you know, it, it excels fast into the stratosphere. So I think that's just what happened. It was the end of the game. The Cleveland was winning. Uh, he put the move on, on the quarterback, got him down. Maybe he was punching him by the video I saw and then the quarterback maybe tried to kick him in the balls like you said I don't know there was a lot happening but in the end I go you don't get to swing a helmet like a club at somebody's head and and get to walk away and I got some flack on Twitter for it because you know people I think people thought I was a Pittsburgh fan because I'm from Pennsylvania and I'm a dirtbag Raiders fan and I was just like oh like okay and they're all like, oh, you're making it sound like he murdered somebody. And I'm like, no, I'm making it sound like he attacked somebody. But my problem is the like is if somebody is a fan of the colors this, that, that the person is wearing, like they can do no wrong. You will have okay, an answer. So that brings me to a much larger discussion with all of this, right? Mm-hmm. In that, it still boggles my mind to this day mm-hmm. that so many people are so loyal to their team and the players on their team who are hired guns, essentially. Right. Players being loyal to a specific city or a specific team went out of style in the mid-80s. Oh, I agree. And I'm not talking about just football. I'm talking about baseball. I'm talking about basketball. I'm talking about this. So to see, and I don't know what the word is for it, but there is a word for it. Like I guess tribalism, as it would be, that, you know, that is a great word for it. And then the reverse of that is where the people are like, "Oh, because of this instance, um, this just further proves the Steelers are bad because they hired a guy who did a rape one time." Okay, right? Did I... they hire him because he did the rape, <laughs> or did they hire him? He did the rape, and then they punished him accordingly. Or they hired him, he did the rape, and they gave him a promotion because he did a good rape. See, sometimes uh, that'll happen while you're hired. And, like, back in the day, like, not, not even back that far ago, that it you would do something, and because you were a high-profile professional athlete, you somebody probably, I have no proof of this, pay somebody off or do whatever, or the courts would, you know, be lenient because they're the hometown hero or whatever. You know, that's that happens, and they would get away with stuff. And a few years ago, it was Ray Rice 
He was, I forget what position he played, but he was in a hotel elevator in Vegas or in a casino somewhere. And he clocked his woman. Oh, yeah. That very famous, uh, it was a very famous, like, uh, security cam video. Of yep. And, and I'm not saying the NFL covered it up, but the NFL couldn't find footage in a casino. Do you know how many cameras there are in a casino, Joe? Many. Many. There's ca- there's cameras in the urinals, okay? So that they, they were like, ah, and then it came out. And like, and now it's not he said, she said. It's not she's a gold digging whore. It's they're arguing, they're in each other's face. You know, he's not defending himself. It's not like she pulled a knife or a gun on him and he just cracks her. And down she goes. And that changed everything, Joe. That changed everything to the point of now people like, you know, stuff happens and, you know, there's stuff going on with crazy Antonio Brown, who's a wide receiver. And they shut that shit down quick now. But there was a time and I'll give those people like, you know, who complained about the NFL was like, you let those star athletes from high school all the way up to professional do what they want and think they can get away with murder. And you and they kind of like see Ray Lewis. Yes, you get away with murder. Allegedly, you know. So I, I I get it, but now they're cracking down, and you can't. It's not the same mentality as it was four or five years ago, right? But I, I don't know if I went off track, but I'm, that's what I'm trying to explain. Like there was some dirty stuff, mm-hmm. and and as you were saying, tribalism. And my problem with it is because I had no horse in the race on this. I'm not a right, right, fan. and that's why I was surprised you were even chiming in on it because I was watching the. It was the there's. It's a weird thing when the Thursday night, Sunday night, and the Monday night games are on. As a football fan, all the eyes are on it. When you have that slate, the one o'clock, four o'clock slate on Sunday. If that shit had happened on Sunday at four o'clock, or especially with the, with with like eight one o'clock games, that would have that would have disappeared. But that's on Thursday night. There's no other game, and every NFL fan who like really likes football because some people are like, all right, it's not my team. I'm not going to watch or watching that game and see that. So everybody has, it's not like, you know, it's just Steeler Cleveland fans. It's everybody. And you're like, it makes it worse. Do you know what I mean? Cause it's not hidden in the, in the, in the slate of games. So that, that's what happened. And that's why I brought it up is just because I will com- you know, comment on stuff that happens during the, the, the primetime games. And that happened. And I went, you know, I'm going to throw this out there because I thought it was it was I don't get crazy about football, but I was literally like, that's bullshit. And so I called it. You know what I mean? Right. And I do see that. And I know the one guy that you were arguing with. He's a good guy, but he's a very big Cleveland fan. And, you know, people will say like, oh, well, you know, you're a fan of WWE and they do horrible things. And I, I say, yes, they do horrible things. They absolutely do. And it's very difficult for me to uh, put my biases aside because I have many friends that work for this horrible company. Mm-hmm. And it, it may be a little hypocritical, of course, you know, especially with a lot of the stuff that's been going on. It's it's as though every year that's horrible, at the end of the year, every company, every person, every whatever decides, let's see how we get out horrible ourselves mm-hmm. this year. Yep. And, and like for me, like I said, that's why I had no horse in the race, so I, I chimed in. But even like when it's a Raiders thing, I try to be like even keel about it. And now, like you were saying, tribalism. I call it rooting for the laundry because you're just rooting for whoever's in the uniforms. Okay. Like if someone does something shitty on my team, 
I'll be like Sidham. Now, granted, because I'm a Rangers fan, I might be a little biased, but I try to look at it like one of our guys, Richie Incognito. He has a history of bullying players when he was in Miami. Um, and when he came to the Raiders, I don't know if he has CTE or what, but in the offseason, his father died. And he showed up at the funeral home with a gun and he's like, I want to take my father's head and take it for testing. And they're like, you need to calm down, sir. And he was like getting violent and everything. And I'm like, they gave him a four game suspension. I'm fine with that. You want to give him more? You want to like say, like give it Richie Incognito, like six more games. I'm fine with it. He was waving a gun around in a, in a, you know, public place. And that's the way I look at it. Like just because you're rooting for the laundry doesn't mean you can just gloss over stuff. And that was my problem with the, the little bit of an argument that I had on Twitter. So, Right. Now, listen, um, I don't sit here and praise uh, the World Wrestling Entertainment when they allowed Chris Benoit to pe- peacefully retire from the sport of kings and go to heaven. <laughs> that's the way they classified things to me. Nothing else happened untoward. Right. No, I kid. But there, it. I feel as though that fans like you are far and few between. They are, and I don't know if that means you're better or they're better. That you should be more like them, uh, an insane <laughs> lunatic. Right. But let me throw this out there. I don't know if it's there's not more like me, but the more like me, because like how often do you see me comment on football? Other than like, hey, the Raiders scored. That was a great play. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think we discussed this like in comics or music or wrestling. The the assholes are vocal. While the good people, like if there's a lot of good people, it's just because we don't comment. Do you know what I mean? Like, so are there 50 million people just not commenting? And it's it's the niche jerks? Or are there less? Like, I, ha- I, I don't have the, the numbers on that, if you know what I'm trying to ask. I do. So, I don't know. I just like football, Joe. I love everybody, and I love football. Oh, boy. I am uh, not a nice guy, and I don't like anyone. That's true. That is true. So, thank you for helping me shed some light on whatever that uh, that NFL situation is. At first, I just thought this this was the NFL's viral marketing campaign to try to take a shot at the XFL, mm-hmm. as though Vince is going to have people kicking each other in the dicks and swinging their <laughs> helmets around like clubs like every game. You know what? I would watch the XFL before they canceled it after four weeks if they did that. Right. This is the And this is the first time that I've cared about football in forever because I, people were wilding. People mm-hmm. were going ape shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have all those people out in root beer wrestling town, so... Right. And then I have people like Adam, and I think that's about it, who actually admit in public that they like the Steelers. That is... I think your uh, comic retailer admits that he likes the dirty Steelers, too. Mm. So you might have to boycott the shop this week. Nah, I'm okay. All right. So, moving along, let's get to what Al's Gals is going to be next week, huh? Right. So this is, is, is this the most modern that we've done? Yes, it has to be. Okay. I can't think of anything that would be more modern. The closest would probably be Fran, right? 
Yes. So the uh, Fran, as you call it, the nanny. <laughs> yes, the Franny. <laughs> the Franny. Uh, with the I don't even remember what the hell the it's the Chatterbox. Chatterbox the was thing. the name of the salon. Yes, the spinoff. Right. So this is probably um one of the most currently beloved TV shows uh of this generation, and I say this generation people in their mid to late thirties, early forties love this show unconditionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think. The the main show that we'll be watching is available on your Netflix, right? Yes, it is. For uh, now. Right, for... currently, as of this recording. But if it's not available on the old Netflix, we will include a link in these show notes here uh, so that you will be able to watch along uh, to the two-part season finale, series finale, my apologies, series finale of Friends. <gasps> Now, this one, not so much as a backdoor pilot, because all of the six friends were making insane amounts of money, and many of them thought that they could be movie stars after this. Little did they know, the one who already tried his hand at being a movie star and failed miserably, Matt LeBlanc, decided, hey, what if we do a Friends spinoff of the least likable character on the show? Me, Joey Tribbiani. (laughs) So we will also be discussing the first episode of the failed sitcom Joey. And I say failed sitcom. Like, didn't it go two seasons? I know it definitely went one. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it went two, you know? Uh, You looking that up now? Yeah. Surprisingly, just typing Joey into DuckDuckGo did not immediately pull that up. What? It didn't? Are you no. sure? So, uh, it did go two seasons, but they did cut it off in the middle of season two. All right, eight unaired on ABC. Yes, uh, NBC. On WNBC. WNBC. Did they ever release those episodes? The complete first season was released on DVD on May 30th, 2006, with all 24 episodes and French and Spanish subtitles. The complete second season was released on April 29th, 2008 in Canada, which is Region 1, and on September 10th, 2008 in the Netherlands. And September 11th, 2008 in Portugal. Both Region 2, by the way, Joe. All right. Uh, yeah, so they put the show on hiatus in March, right after Sweeps, and then they just canceled it. What? I can't believe that. That's a shame. It is a shame, because I believe it, you know, that was one of those shows that would get, would have gone further if it had let it breathe, you know what I mean? Let Matt LeBlanc truly LeBlanc all over the screen. And then Matt Matt LeBlanc is a fine man. Uh, you know, he went on to do a couple other successful things. It's just sadly this was not one of them. Now, I will admit I did watch Friends. I probably watched uh, the first four seasons of Friends. Mm-hmm. But I certainly do not hold the same affinity for this show that a lot of other folks of my age bracket do. Let me just say this. I've watched about 12 episodes of Friends in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Friends was a little, like, a, I was a little past Friends, you know what I mean? Yes. 
So like I've seen and I know the the tropes. I've probably seen maybe more episodes than 12, but I know I've seen bits and pieces of a ton of episodes while flipping through and I know what all the characters are about, you know what I mean? But uh right. to say Friends was never my cup of my my cup of coffee, if you will. Oh, there you go. From Central Perk. Yes. Though I do really appreciate the Central Perk pun. That's fantastic. Right. So it'll be uh, interesting to see this. I was well out of the show uh, by the time the season finale aired. Like I said, I, I was probably in there for the first four seasons, like I said. And I've never seen a frame of the Joey show. So we'll all dis- we'll all reconvene and discuss this next week. And I might even get the Rachel haircut for next week's episode. Oh, I just got a haircut today. Oh, did you get the Rachel? No, I did not get the Rachel. Next time, next time. I said, can I get the Rachel? And they said, Maddow. And I said, no, just. <laughs> you mean uh, Vesper on Batwoman? Oh, my goodness. I'm so far behind on that show. I, I don't even know who you're talking about. But she's she's the she's the radio host on the show. You never see her, but I didn't know it until I looked at the credits that it was Rachel Maddow. But if you if you do it, you might be able to do uh, the, the Rachel with the hair on your back. I get my haircut usually once every three to four months, whether I need it or not. Okay. And usually once I'm told four times in a row consecutively by my wife that I need a goddamn haircut, I go and get a goddamn haircut. Does she know that rule? Because if I was her, I would just go, go get a haircut, go get a haircut, go get a haircut, go get a haircut. That's four times. Why the fuck are you still standing here? <laughs> no, I don't think she knows that rule. Okay. Well, if I don't get two bags of popcorn, I'm telling her that rule. Oh, shit, I gotta take it out of, of a, I gotta take it out of a box that's already wrapped up to be mailed to Alabama. Then shit. <laughs> okay. So uh, I went. I get my haircut, and they cut off so much hair from me. It's <laughs> it's like another person. Like <laughs> right. that's how much hair I get cut off. Like I not that I look like another person. It's like enough hair that it you could shape it into a human's body. You literally cut off a whole cousin. It yes. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, and I feel bad for the people that have to cut my hair. Because mm-hmm. then a variety they get to, of reasons, right? Then they get to get a good look at your face once they cut uh-huh. your hair, and that's not good, right? Because I don't look at myself. You know what I mean? Like looking at myself is the is on the very bottom of my list of priorities on a daily basis, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of like my wife cares about my appearance. My kid <laughs> doesn't care about my appearance. Mm-hmm. But so many times do I leave the house and like I'll have like a piece of schmutz on my face <laughs> or like a sh- like like somebody like dropped a bagel and just like smeared it on my shirt. And I don't notice because I don't look at myself. God damn it. I try not to look the at the house me. and I'll always say to my wife, I'm like, why do you let me leave the house looking the way I do? Mm. And I'm upset that you would let bagel schmutz on your shirt. I would have mm-hmm. licked it off. That's the only schmutz that I'm well aware of. <laughs> all right hopefully you're not hearing a bunch of pings and pops and bings during this i'm not all right so maybe the rest of our listenership is not either all right everybody thank you very much for listening longboxheroes.com the patreon check it out we gave you uh, a little bit of information about what the Patreon's going to look like for 2020 uh we haven't revealed yet what the uh new uh, bonus show is going to be over on the Patreon, but uh, if you've listened to the show for the last couple of weeks, you might be able to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all here. Network.
the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.